0: There's always an area for improvement. There's always an area that um, no longer fits for your business model. And this is what will help you determine that quickly and make the changes that you need. This is your Badass Journey Podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Your Badass Journey podcast. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving week here in the US. I know I have my international listeners and you might have even felt a bit of a slowdown last week since uh, we here in the U.S. have were celebrating our Thanksgiving and needed it. I needed the connection with family. I needed the extra slice of pie, which, of course, I put together a plan to work off. In my workout the next day, but it was just you know such a great time to have. Um, it's my favorite time of year. Normally, uh, one thing I did miss out on though is normally I would have a friendsgiving. Um, my husband and I would host every year what we call a fake thanks uh, friendsgiving, which is all vegetarian and vegan food <laughs> for all our friends and family to come over outside the day. It's normally the Saturday before Thanksgiving, and this is the first year. a long time where we have not been able to host that. And so now I have to figure out ways to make up for it. And I think what I'm going to do is a Friendsgiving fundraiser with No Kid Hungry, because that is something I always had as part of the Friendsgiving. Instead of people bringing something over, they would donate so that we can get more meals to kids this time of year. And it has been Such a devastating um, space for a lot of kids here in the US not being able to get their meals because they relied on school systems to do it. So, No Kid Hungry is stepping in to make sure that they do. If you're interested in donating to my Friends Giving fundraiser, I will put the link in the show notes so you can also contribute and make sure more kids get meals this time of year and through 2021. That is one of my favorite charities to donate to. So let's jump into today's topic. I realized that I did not do the coaching segment expansion after talking to Lizzie. If you listen to that last episode, we dove into money tips and how to make sure you're thinking about your finances in a different way. Uh, so that you can sustain your wealth as you move into 2021. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go catch the whole episode. It was so awesome to dialogue with her. We dove into a lot and I know you'll benefit from it, especially as we transition from 2020 into 2021. Relief is not going to be instant. And for some of us who have had struggles this year, in figuring out how to sustain income and managing your money and stretching your dollar in the economy that we're dealing with, it's going to be a bit of a long haul into 2021. And so we want to make sure we're giving you the tools to sustain through this. Because on the other side, when the markets are better and we're able to be together again, where we can create more business together, and more opportunities, um, it's really important to just be conscious of your situation and do whatever you can to stay in in line with what you're able to do and seek out new opportunities. So go check out that episode if you haven't listened to it yet. But for today, what her question was to me, and, and I'll share a clip of it here, is all about how to make sure that as we move into 2021, That there's optimization around systems and operations to handle dips and spikes in business and operationally as well as managing the markets. Whatever whatever's happening, you have to be what I call nimble in how you manage your systems, your teams, your ability to facilitate change. So take a listen to this clip from that episode of her question and how I started to answer it. And then I'll come back to you and elaborate on it a little more. As somebody who works in the mortgage industry and you work with lots of mortgage banks, uh, what do you think are like the biggest things that we should be focusing on in 2021 as it comes to like teams, systems, technology? Yeah, I think it is that nimbleness, like I spoke about earlier, where... If you haven't just like how you meet with your sales teams, like how you have like this cadence of, of keeping performance at a certain level and then also being available to them to shift, change, pivot, right? Like because I know your cadence in, in that regard, same needs to happen in regards to your system and operations, that same type of nimble check-in. So if you don't have like a monthly, how are we operating? And really asking, what are we doing so well that we got to keep doing? What are we not like, where are we like falling, failing, hurting? Like, what do we need to change about that? And then really asking what do you need to add in? It'll allow you to not only have the cadence of communication for what needs to improve on a constant basis or help you decide what would make the biggest impact for your clients or your team, your team will then realize that they can rely on that time of the month where you're you're focused in that way to bring all those things to the table. So what I've seen when you're in high volume like you are and systems don't work as fast as the your team might need to work, it causes them pain in the moment and it it they, they don't have an outlet of like, where do they take that? So it could turn into like a bitch fest versus a solution-based opportunity. So if you don't have something like that in place, that's what I would recommend as, as something that allows you to keep nimble. Um, I've seen teams do that on a weekly basis, depending on the volume and like what actually has to change. For you, because you kind of have received this cadence of operating during this time and operationally figured certain things out, probably on a monthly basis, I would look at that. Um, And obviously, if you need a facilitator to come in and uh, assist you with setting that up so that it is productive, that could be helpful as well. But that's what I would look at for 2021 because we are going to see more changes happen and A different type of demand from our client base. I think it's going to get much harder in the economy before it gets better. Um, So it's really great to see that the mortgage industry is booming at these low rates and people are trying to sustain themselves financially in a certain way. But there are going to be more challenges in 2021 that you're still going to have to respond to. So I think that nimbleness is important. Does that help? That does help. So I started to bring up, as you heard, the ability to be nimble right So what is that what and how do you set it up? How do you set up a nimble system in order to navigate change in your business structure meaning like for for Lizzie's example, she had extreme high volume of transactions that had to be executed against while her team, is not co-located together everyone had to be remote until our um, certain concessions were made or approvals were made for them to come into their offices for our social distancing but also be able to work together because that's just how in that industry it operates better there were a lot of systems that were not in place yet that allowed them all to be remote so now that was a big lesson learned this year which allows them to be nimble into 2021. Now your business could have gone through something different. You could have potentially gone through a major furlough. And now you're trying to figure out, well, we still needed those people. We just couldn't afford those people. We have some demand now creeping up. How do we handle change? How do we make sure that our clients are being serviced and that we as a company are staying in line with that demand? but also taking care of our team and making sure as leaders, we are super clear on what our initiatives are and what we need to focus on. Well, if you think of the system and the operations of your business being its own, let's call it product, right? Like it's its own operating system. It it has its own life to it, really. And there's all this input and output coming in. We need to be nimble about the change in that input and output And what is the true measurable result that you'd like to see improved upon time and time again? So how you set up a nimble system is what I'm going to break down for you right now so that as you're going into 2021 and you're closing out the year with your teams and you're thinking about, okay, we need to make sure we are better in these areas next year. This is how you actually set up the framework in order to work together, stay clear on what you're trying to measure and uh, enhance. Let's call it, or let go because it's not working. <laughs> and then, and then make sure you have measurable results where you're constantly seeing that change happen. And or something extreme might happen in the market, or with your client base, or in your business that you have the framework that allows you to pivot quickly because it, you are now nimble. So hopefully this framework will help you as you plan for 2021. And even if you feel like you've plateaued or flatlined, just keep up with this consistent framework because I guarantee it'll still help you enhance and scale in your business, even if you're doing really, really well. There's always an area for improvement. There's always an area that um, no longer fits for your business model and this is what will help you determine that quickly and make the changes that you need. Okay, so if you have a pen and paper, go ahead and write these steps down. Um, if not, you know, re-listen to this when you're ready. But truly, um, this is the framework that I follow in order to help companies stay consistent, uh, be nimble, and continue to grow and scale in your business. So, step number one is to check your ego at the door. What does that mean? A lot of us, when we are coming up in leadership roles, we are the doers or maybe the creators of what it is that we have put together as a business, especially my entrepreneurs listening. You know who you are. I am also one of them. I like the doing. I feel like I could do it faster. And then I'm not actually delegating enough or figuring out who else could do it better than me. Um, And when I face that about myself, then that's when my business scales, when I am delegating the things that others are expert at. So I have to check my ego at the door in order to create a nimble system. The thing you want to repeat to yourself in order to change um, your mindset around things is it's not about you. Your business is not about you, even if you are the service of your business It's still not about you. It's always about your team and your clients. And you are the conduit. You have to start seeing yourself in a nimble environment as a conduit for the maximum impact you are trying to have in your business. You are a conduit. So check your ego at the door. That's step number one. You will and can do and be better. But with others, you'll get there a lot faster. So then, the second step is to now set up the nimble system. Who do you need in the room to manage through growth, to manage through pain of you know the pains of your clients, the the pains in the systems, the system breakdowns, etc. So, like, do you need a tech person? Do you need uh, more of a salesperson? Do you need a copy person? Like, what? what are the skill sets you need in the room in order to manage where you're trying to go and what you're trying to make be better and do better in your business structure to serve your clients. So once you identify who you need in the room after you see the pains or the goals like the the strategic enhancements you're trying to make to your business operationally, etc., then... You want that group to define, once you are clear on the pains, you want that group to define how are you going to measure improvements? How are you going to measure when something is successful and something might be failing in regards to the advancement or the support for your clients in your business? So you have that first initial meeting to set up that Nimble System and Framework And then you also set the monthly time you're going to meet to approach any of the problems that have arose, like anything that has challenged you, anything that might be new in the market that you need to approach and think about, and then ask the how questions. A nimble system is all about answering the how questions. So how can we respond faster? How can we track these issues easier? How can we communicate better with our clients? How do we need to communicate internally so that we each feel is supported? That's all the how questions are what you're answering on, across this Nimble System team so that you then as you are answering them are putting actions down. And then as a group, you're going to vote on which ones you feel are the priority to attack first. What we've done now here in this framework is create a collaborative team to go and attack the problems together, but also allowing expertise and skill set to step up and say, I got this. So after you have the actions listed out, you're going to also then ask the group, okay, who wants to own what? And I would say, because you're meeting month over month, pick the top three from that priority list that you all voted on and Approach those first. Always ask, though, with each one, how are we going to measure that this is successful? What do we need to inch towards in order to mark that this is a successful action? And then in between your group meetings, you want to be able to track and report on a weekly basis the inches you have moved towards assisting in making this part of your system more nimble that you've either fixed it or when there's a challenge, you've reported it so that you get the support from the rest of the group. Some of my um, clients, they put together actually like a weekly stand up in regards to the progress on these larger projects, on these larger initiatives. Some of them do a daily stand up to check in. It really depends on the state of your business, what you're trying to attack and make different, and then how frequently you need to communicate about it. So you set up the frequency of how you're communicating. Do not go more than 30 days talking and dealing with and managing through these issues. If you go longer than 30 days, you are not nimble. You are getting stale. You with me? It's all about the cadence of communication and as you know and seen and here in 2020, time passes so fast, and you can see weeks passing with no measurable results. That's because you're not meeting enough and you're not communicating enough about the actions you need to take. So step number three is all about being consistent and sticking to those meetings and having them be agenda-driven. So that when you are coming together, it is super clear why you're coming together, what problems you're attacking, and how you're making it better together. And if anyone in your team is feeling as though they are either handling most of the change management that's occurring or the only one volunteering then again, you all need to check your ego at the door and all step up into the fact that you're trying to keep the lights on of your business or you're trying to thrive and make it better. And you need to focus again about your clients and your team members around you and jump in it together. This nimble system, this way of meeting, this way of making sure you are checking in on what are we doing really well, what, is the, what are the things we need to stop doing? What are the things we need to start doing? And listing out those actions every time you meet in that 30-day cycle. It's my retrospective exercise. It's what we do in product management. It needs to happen also against your systems and operation flows. If you can do that in a consistent way, you will continue to grow and scale your business in a much easier way. Because you are now highly communicative, you have a method at which if a big change happens, you know who you're calling together to make sure you're all approaching it in a holistic way, in a thoughtful way, leveraging all the skills and expertise across your team, and most of all, not feeling alone in it. As leaders, we have to be the ones to lead, to bring the right people together to make the things happen and then be the guide, the conduit. Remember, we are the conduits in order to help them feel empowered to get the job done so that we can be external facing with our clients, with other cross-departmental leaders, with our partners to make sure we are supporting them as we continue to improve in our own business. So hopefully this nimble framework will help you get ready for 2021. And I encourage you, if you haven't done a retrospective yet with your teams and whoever you worked with this year on how, how this past year went and what, and ask that question, what could we do better in 2021? I encourage you to do that before the year ends while you're still in it. And I definitely encourage you to do it before the middle of December because everyone starts to check out by the holidays. So go ahead and schedule it now. And if you don't know how to approach it, share this episode with your team members, have them listen to it and be like, oh, I get it. We're trying to be more nimble. That's the agenda of our meeting when we come together to do this retrospective and also plan how to be more nimble in 2021. And if you want to join me, I am going to be hosting a retrospective talk for our Clever Network. You can just go to Services—that's C that's C-L-E-V-R, services.com slash network. Join our network. We're doing a live one. Um, I think it's December 12th or 15th. Anyway, just join the network. You'll get the notifications. I don't have it in front of me. But if you join the network, I will be hosting a live retrospective for you personally as leaders and owners of your business and professional network. Any of you who are listening, you can join us live because we're going to do a retrospective on 2021 on what do you personally need to work on and feel that you want to focus on for 2021 so you can start setting up your personal strategy going forward. I want to thank you for listening today, for sharing the episode, for posting your reviews, for giving me your feedback, for asking your questions. It is so just uplifting, truly. It sometimes gets me out of bed in the morning to be able to dialogue with you in this way. So please make sure you reach out to me if there's anything else that I can do to support you on your badass journey, because you know I love walking alongside you. I'll see you in the next episode. Wasn't that such a great episode? I know you got amazing takeaways from that. What I would love for you to do for me, if you can help me extend my reach, is go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get the latest notification and listen before anyone else. Also, if you could go ahead and post your review, your five-star review will help me get other people interested in this conversation and extend my reach of impact